0: My life. Will never be the, same. My life. the thief comes not except to steal kill and destroy i have come that you might have an enjoy life life in abundance until it overflows discover how to live the abundant life in christ through the ministry of pastor oseo afwakwa Pastor Afuakwa is the founder and general overseer of Faith House Charismatic Chapel International, a thriving ministry headquartered in Kumasi with a network of churches in Kumasi and Accra, Ghana. God has commissioned him to preach and teach the word of faith for people to know God better, live life better and impact their world better. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to live a life of all-round victory, success and limitless prosperity. God bless you as you listen. (laughs)
1: praise the Lord. I'm glad to welcome you into our resurrection Sunday. I trust that your Easter weekend has been great and we thank God for his blessings. This day is very significant in the history of the church because Jesus died. That was great but his resurrection made his work complete. If he had not risen, Paul was speaking in first Corinthians chapter 15. He said, if Christ had not risen, then our faith would have been in vain. But I'm happy to announce to you that our faith is not in vain. Our hope in God is not in vain. Why? Because he died and on the third day he rose. And that is why I also, I know that whatever you are dealing with, anything that is dead in your life, it shall receive life again anything that is dead in your body whether it's your finances your health i command life the same power that lifted up christ from the grave may that power reach out to you wherever you are listening to me right now and bring deliverance and health and wholeness to your body in jesus much less name shall we bow our heads as we pray and we get into the word of god for this morning father we thank you we bless you You've always brought us a timely word, a wedding season. In this season, this Easter season, Lord, thank you that you are going to shed light on your word. You are going to bring us understanding and illumination. Thank you that our lives will never be the same again. In Jesus' much less name. Amen. Alright, come with me to the book of Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. Romans 12, 1 and 2. I'll be finishing what I started on Friday. Good Friday. Romans chapter 12 verse 1 and 2 I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God that you present your bodies as living sacrifice present your bodies a living sacrifice holy and acceptable unto God which is your reasonable service and be not conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove that which is you may prove what is that good acceptable and perfect will of god may the lord grant you understanding as we get into his word on friday we started looking at becoming a living sacrifice part one and we established the fact that apostle paul in the book of romans chapter 12 was calling the roman christians to present go a step further in their dedication and in their work with god These were people who had confessed Christ as Lord and Savior. These were people who had placed their faith in God. These were people whose spirit were saved and sanctified. But Apostle Paul, in his letter to them, addressed the need for them to take the next step in their walk with God. Becoming a living sacrifice can only become a necessity after you have given your life to Christ. Because until you have given your life to Christ, he, until your spirit is saved your body does not matter with God and the first thing God needs is the salvation of your soul which is primarily the work of his spirit God saves us he saves and sanctifies our spirit he imparts his spirit into us actually he does not sanctify our spirit but he imparts his spirit he said a new spirit I will give you so while you confess Christ as your lord and savior a number of things happen one of the important things that happen is that you became a new creature A new spirit came alive in you. That's what the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things have passed away and behold, all things have become new. And sometimes when people read this text and they say all things have become new, they are tempted to think that it means that their body is new and their mind is new. But you see, human beings as man, you exist on three levels you are a spirit you have a soul and you live in the body the part of you that got saved when you lifted up your hands and said Lord today I come to the cross I accept you as my lord and savior on that very day you made that decision and that commandment the part of you that got saved was your spirit your spirit was transformed your spirit was recreated a brand new you came alive that is your spirit but for you to walk with god because you exist on three levels all the three levels must be in agreement in order for you to enjoy your relationship with god your spirit your body and your soul must be in synergy in the way they operate when you were not safe they were all in agreement in doing foolish things or doing things that were dishonor, dishonorable and despicable to god now that you are safe you have to consciously bring them into agreement just as in heaven there are three that bear record on earth your soul your spirit and your body must also bear record and that is what our teaching is all about apostle paul said i beseech you brethren that you present your bodies as living sacrifices he targeted two important areas of their lives He said, present your bodies. And mind you, he did not say God will take care of your body. He said, present your body. This makes living sacrifice becoming a living sacrifice a matter of personal responsibility. You can be a Christian for so long and you are not a living sacrifice. You can be a child of God for so long and you are not a living sacrifice. Because it's a decision that needs to be made out of your will. And then a discipline is required in order to make it a part of your life. said, Present your bodies as living sacrifices. Then he says, Holy and acceptable unto God. Then he goes on, verse 2. He said, But be not conformed to this world. In other words, your soul, your spirit can be saved, but your life can also be still in conformity with the things of the world as long as your mind is not transformed your life will be going in the same way that's why sometimes you find somebody who has been a christian for a long time and their lives are not different from those who are not born again and sometimes people are even tempted to say that they are not born again no they are truly born again but because they have not taken control of their minds and have not yielded their bodies as instruments of righteousness we have all kinds of conflict and contradiction going on but i pray that in your life every contradiction everything that does not make you look like christ though have professed faith in you may that contradiction come to an end in the name of jesus and may you come and make a fresh dedication to god in this season as we celebrate the resurrection of christ may a fresh passion and hunger for god be stimulated in your heart in jesus precious name in our first teaching we looked at what it means to be a living sacrifice and we touched on four important things we said to be a living sacrifice is to make a decisive dedication of your life holy to god in absolute purity and total surrender with the sole aim of glorifying god in thoughts words and indeed number two we said to be a living sacrifice is to seek continually for god to be magnified and glorify in your body whether in life or in death number three we said to be a living sacrifice is to be sold out to god and his work and i pray that in this season you will make a fresh commitment to be involved in the work of god To be a living sacrifice is to commit and surrender totally your spirit, soul, and body to God in a usable form. May your life be useful to God. May your life be useful to God. Then we touch on three important qualities God expects of our lives as sacrifice. Three important qualities that will make our sacrifice a living one or an acceptable one before God. Number one, we said For our sacrifice to be one God accepts. Or the kind of sacrifice God is expecting of us is that of a living sacrifice. He wants us to be living. He does not want dead sacrifice. He wants a living sacrifice. Number two, we said God demands a holy sacrifice. Number three, we said God demands an acceptable sacrifice. Now, in this teaching, I want to go a step further and walk you through four reasons why you must become a living sacrifice. Four reasons why you must become a living sacrifice. The first reason why it's important that you make a quality decision that you will not just be a dead sacrifice. You will not just be a carnal Christian. You will not just be an unfruitful Christian. But you will be a living one. Is because of the mercies God has shown you. The mercies God has shown you. Now, you need to understand that to be saved is to be shown mercy. To be saved is to receive mercy. Paul was speaking in the book of first uh, Corinthians. He said, Having obtained, therefore, mercy of the Lord. We receive mercy. It takes mercy. Anybody at all, there are many people who wish they were saved. They are not saved. For you to be saved is to be shown mercy. Paul was speaking in the book of Romans. He says, I appeal to you, the amplified version, Romans 12 1. Brethren, I beg you, in view of all the mercies of God, all the mercies of God, all the mercies of God. That's the first reason. There is no child of God who has not received mercy for you to be saved, for you to be sanctified, for you to be able to speak in another tongue, for you to share fellowship with God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit is an act of great mercy. God showed us great mercy when he sacrificed his only Begotten Son on several years ago, on a day like this, on a season like this, when there was a division, the association, the fellowship they've enjoyed as Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, when there was a word drawn between it on Calvary's cross many years ago, it was because of his mercy towards us. The Bible says in the book of first Peter, he said, you are a chosen generation, first Peter 2 9, you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. A people he has, show, he has called out of darkness that you should show forth his marvelous light. I like verse 10. He says, which in time past We're not a people in time past. You were not a people. Some of us in time past were drunkards. In time past, some of us were alcoholics. In time past, some of us were womanizers. In time past, some of us were involved with all kinds of things. The Bible said we were not a people. But now, oh, I I believe somebody will have to be excited about that. Now I like, I don't, I'm not interested in what used to be, I'm excited about what is now. He said "Now we are not just a people but we are the people of god are you not glad you are a person of god Now you are a people of god now look at the second one he said which have not obtained mercy but now have obtained mercy to be born again is to obtain mercy and in view of god's mercies, when you think about your life think about your life those days when you are not born again when you used to meet three women before you went to bed when you used to be with three different men before the day breaks remember those times you could have caught HIV and died but God have mercy on you you could have gone when you were smoking you could have ended up mad in the street, God have mercy upon you his mercy kept you alive his mercy saved you his mercy preserved you and now that you are born again all he requires is that the same way you used to yield your body to do things that did not honor him now present the same body to him in a way that is honorable in his sight may we receive grace to present our bodies to God the second reason why second reason why we need to become living sacrifice it's because there's no better way to reciprocate God's love. There's no better way to reciprocate God's love. The Bible said we love him because he first loved us. Greater love on no man than this, that a man would lay down his life for his friends. First, first John chapter 4 verse 9 to 10. He said God showed how much he loved us by sending a son and only son into the world so that we might have eternal life through him. This is real love. Not that we love God, but that He loved us and sent His Son a sacrifice to take away our sins. Now, listen, Jesus did not come to offer His body, He came to offer His whole being. He came to offer Himself. The Bible said He offered Himself without spot unto God we are just the sacrifice God is demanding of us is to just deny our flesh and to offer our body so that our lives can please him that's all God is demanding and we need to do that as a reciprocation of his love he offered himself for us the least way we can say thank you is when we offer our bodies as living sacrifices to God look at what the Bible says in Romans chapter 5 verse 6 to 8 he said for when we were yet without strength in due time Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet, peradventure, for a good man, some would even dare to die. But God commended his love toward us. Now, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He died for us so we can live for him. But how are we to live for him? We live for him when we present our bodies as a living sacrifices to him. Number three. The third reason why we need to offer our bodies as living sacrifice is because it is a prerequisite to finding, following, and fulfilling God's perfect will for our lives. We will never walk in the fullness; we will never come into the full realization of God's perfect will and plan for our lives until, on all upon the cross, our life is completely yielded when we lay our lives completely on the altar then God is ready to use us for his purpose. We can give him our spirit and keep our body. We can give God our spirit and keep our minds. He wants our body. He wants our soul. He wants our spirit. So, he can use it for his purposes. Many people are always wondering, Pastor, I want to know the will of God for my life. I want to walk in God's perfect counsel. The first step to walking in God's perfect counsel, after you are saved, is to offer your body as a living sacrifice. That's what the Bible says. It says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the message of God, that you present your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Be not conformed to this word, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. When your mind is overhauled, after your body is presented, your mind will be able to discern the will of God. But as long as your mind is filled with chaff, even when God speaks, you can't hear. Even when God guides you, you will not be able to pick it. That's why we need to renew our minds. He said, after our mind is renewed, we'll be able to prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. This is an important reason why we must offer our bodies as living sacrifices so we can find, for follow, and fulfill God's will for our lives. i see you fulfilling God's will for your life. Amen. The fourth reason why it's critical that we offer our bodies as living sacrifice to God is because it's the gateway to a life of unending glory. A life, gateway. Now, and and it's the same thing. It's the gateway to a life on an ending glory. Everybody wants to have a glorious life. Everybody wants to have a life of greatness. Everybody wants to matter in their generation. But I want you to know if you must matter in your generation it begins with laying down your life at the feet of the cross. Sacrificing your life for the Lord. Look at what Jesus said. And Jesus said in the book of John chapter 12 verse 23 to 25. And Jesus answered them saying, the hour is come. What kind of hour? The hour for the son of man to be glorified is come. Look at Jesus. He said, it's my time for me to be glorified. And you would have thought that if Jesus it's your time to be glorified, then maybe CNN will call you and interview you. Or maybe you will be put in a palanquin and be carried about if you are in Africa. Or maybe something strange will happen, but the Bible says, Jesus said, the hour has come for me to be glorified. And look at what he says next, verse 12, 24. He said, verily, verily, I say unto you, accept a, a, a corn of wheat, fall into the ground and die. It abides alone. But if it died, it bringeth forth much fruit. It's the hour for me to be glorified. But for me to be glorified, I must first lay down my life. Many people want to be glorified but they are not ready to sacrifice. It takes a lot of sacrifice to live a life of glory. The pathway to glory is sacrifice. Verse 25 look at what the Bible says. He said he that loveth his life shall lose it. And he that hated his life shall keep it not just in this life, but he shall keep it unto life eternal. When you lay down your body for God, set yourself apart to honor him in all things. You are keeping your body not just for this life, but for life eternal. As I close, how do I become a living sacrifice? How do I become a living sacrifice? Pastor, how do I become a living sacrifice? I have seen the need to become a living sacrifice. Show me the pathway to becoming a living sacrifice. That's what I want to walk you to briefly before I close the service. To become a living sacrifice, it all becomes with a decision. Make a qualitative decision to offer your life as a living sacrifice. It, becomes, it begins with a decision. Decision a decision that is personal a decision that is intentional you cannot become a living sacrifice without deciding for it, it takes a decision the bible said daniel purpose in his heart that he will not defile himself with a portion of a king's meat. he just took a decision no matter how many people will choose to go this way this is the way i want to go this is how i want to live my life this is how i have chosen the Bible said, I have set before thee life and death, blessing and cursing, choose life that thou and thy seed may live. Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 19. What God has said before you, God has given you the power to choose. And one of the qualitative choices you can make in your life is to choose that your life will be laid down on the altar for the Lord. In Romans chapter 12 verse 1, the amplified version says, I appeal to you therefore brethren and, and I beg of you In view of all the messes of God. To make a decisive dedication. That's where the decision comes. Decisive dedication. So it begins with a decision. Number two. If you are going to be a living sacrifice. You have to. After making the decision for it. You must expose your mind continually to God's word. Expose your mind. He says. Present your body. And be transformed. By the renewing of your mind what controls your body what controls the words you say what controls the places you go it's not your body it's your mind as a man thinketh in his heart so is he whichever direction your mind goes that's where your life goes that's why your mind must be overhauled thank god for making a decision to dedicate your body that is great but it will never become a reality until you consciously expose your mind to the mind of god for his thoughts are not like your thoughts neither are his ways like your ways for as the heavens are higher than the earth so are his ways higher than your ways and his thoughts than your thoughts how do you embrace the thoughts of god how do you begin to walk with god in agreement because you see the thing about becoming a living sacrifice is to be in a place where God's way will be your will. God's way will be your way. Whatever God wants is what you would also want. And for that to happen, you need to agree with God in mind. For two cannot walk together except they be agreed. And for both of you to agree, you must begin to think like God. How do you think like God? By exposing your mind constantly to the word of God. He said but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's why David said in Psalm one nine verse ninety seven. He said, "How I love thy law is my meditation all day. My meditation all day. Expose your mind to the Word of God." Joshua chapter one verse eight. He said, "This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. That thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. Meditate upon it day and night. Meditate upon it." He said, till I come, give attendance to reading, to exhortation, to meditation. He said, give thyself wholly to it, and thy profiting may appear unto all. Meditate. Meditate. How often do you expose yourself to the word of God? How often? How often? You are just at home. For the past weeks, what what have been filling your time? What do you fill your time with? This is a moment to spend the remainder of the days to focus on god and to fellowship with him on a more intimate level expose yourself you are driving your car the word of god is playing you don't allow things that do not edify does not challenge your mind things that do not bring transformation to your life to play around in. number four number three number one i said Make a quality decision. Number two, expose your mind continually to God's word. Number three, mortify your flesh through active partnership with the Holy Spirit. Mortify your flesh. Mortify. To mortify is to crucify. To mortify is to kill. To mortify is to de- deaden. That's what it means to mortify. The Bible says in Romans chapter eight, verse twelve to thirteen: Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh, but to live after the flesh. For if you live after the flesh, you shall die. But if you through the spirit do mortify the deeds of the flesh, you shall live. Take notes. He says, if we mortify, if we live after the flesh, we shall die. That means you will be a dead sacrifice. If you live after the flesh and there are many Christians who think they've offered themselves, but they are to God a dead sacrifice. Because their flesh is so alive. They are so alive to sin. They are so alive to envy. They are so alive to jealousy. They are so alive to all kinds of things and forgiveness. But the Bible says, if you through the spirit, mortify the deeds of the flesh, you will become a living sacrifice. And this happens through active partnership. You cannot control your flesh without coming into active partnership with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Ghost endues your inner man with strength to subdue the outer man. The inner man always wants to do the right thing. The inner man always wants to go the way of God. The inner man always wants to honor God. But the outer man is always craving for something. And for you to take control of the outer man, you need the Holy Ghost. Colossians chapter 3 verse 5. He said, "Mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence, and covetousness, which is idolatry. He said, mortify your deeds which are upon the earth. We need to come into agreement with the Holy Spirit so that whatever it does not want, we don't want. Whatever it hates will not be found in our body. Do you know, that Jesus could only offer himself as a living sacrifice to God through the Holy Spirit. The Bible says for if the blood of bulls and of ghosts. The book of Hebrews chapter 12 verse 13 and 14. For if the blood of bulls and of goats and of the ashes of an eye for sprinkling upon the unclean. Sanctified to the purifying of the flesh. How much more shall the blood of Christ who through the eternal spirit. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 13 to 14. How much more shall the blood of Christ who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot unto God. How did Jesus offer himself unto God? Through the spirit. How can you offer your life as a living sacrifice to God? Through active partnership with the spirit. Finally, to become a living sacrifice, you must live a life of discipline and daily self-denial. Live a life of discipline one of the things Easter must remind us constantly. Easter is all about sacrifice. A life of discipline. Jesus was speaking in the book of Luke chapter 9 verse 23 to 24. He said, if any man will come after me, first let him deny himself. Take up his cross and follow me. Following God will necessarily demand that you let go of some things. Some of us have had challenges working with God. some of us have had challenges living a consecrated life. Some of us have had challenges living a life devoted to God because of certain relationships we have we have entrapped and entangle ourselves with. people who do not go our way, people who do not agree with the Word of God, people whose values, are off. Those are people we call our best friends. There is no way if you are are going to live a life that is wholly devoted to God as a living sacrifice. Some people must live your life. You need to deny yourself. Let go. Say no to some things. Apostle Paul said, I discipline my body and I bring it under. You can't live a life that is a living sacrifice devoted to God without keeping your body under said I discipline my body and I bring it under because you see your body always wants comfort your body always wants something that would edify it and make it exciting but there are many things the Bible says all things are lawful but not all things are expedient as for your body anything that is lawful it wants it whether it's expedient whether it's only honorable to God whether it's profitable it doesn't care it, it just wants it every one of us the holiest amongst us if you allow your body, the kind of things your body will do, you won't like it but you must constantly learn to deny yourself, some of us are born again, but our bodies, our lips our tongue, it likes beer you must deny yourself the appetite, the desire for beer comes you say no, I'm not born again my tongue glorifies God my tongue can no longer take beer some of us, our bodies want sex some of us are married and we still want to have other wives you must say no to your body once you are married tell yourself you are married to one woman and one woman alone some of us are also not married young men but we are sleeping around as though we are married this is the time to say no those desires you can't kill them sexual desires cannot be bound you can pray and say I bind you no your libido needs to be controlled and tamed and I pray that in this season, you'll receive grace from God to keep your body under. you receive grace from God to discipline yourself. May we receive grace from the cross. Just as Jesus rose from the dead, may we rise from every sin we find ourselves in. May we be delivered from every entanglement. May we be delivered from every yoke that the enemy has placed on our lives. And may we receive grace, first grace from our heart to offer our lives wholly to God as a living and pleasing sacrifice. Thank you, Spirit of God, for your blessing. Open your mouth and begin to Thank God. Holy Set for you, Lord I choose to be Holy, set apart for you, my Master, ready to do your will. Refine us, fire. my. Is to be holy, set apart, set apart for you. All. I choose to be set apart, set apart. you pray and dedicate your life to God. Rededicate your life to Him. Lord, I rededicate my life. Some of us we just gave God our spirit, our body, we have been in charge. You want to hand over your body to Him. You want to hand over your mind to Him today. Say, Lord, take absolute control. I yield it to you Holy. I yield it to you completely. Take charge of my mind. Take charge of my soul. Take charge of my body. I refuse to rule my life. I hand it over to you, Spirit of God. Maybe you're watching me. You are tuning into the broadcast. You are watching me now or at any other time. But you have not even given your life your life if you are giving your life to god it begins with your spirit and god wants to give you a brand new spirit you want to say pastor today i've heard your word i've heard the word of god and i want to be born again i want to come into a fellowship with god i want to yield my members to god you want to pray this simple prayer of faith with me say this after me lord jesus i thank you for the privilege of hearing the gospel I admit I'm a sinner and I have you into my life. Come into my life. Be my Lord and my Savior. I believe with my heart that you died for me. I confess with my mouth that you are my Savior. Thank you for making me a brand new person. I believe by faith that I'm a new creature. Thank you, Spirit of God, for possessing my life and helping me to live a life that pleases the Lord. Thank you, Spirit of God. Father, I thank you for saving these ones. For everyone that prayed that prayer honestly, I pray the Lord you establish them in you. Let nothing be able to take them away from your presence. Cause them to become rooted and established in you. Let your perfect will and counsel for their lives be done. To you be praise, to you be glory. In Jesus' matchless name, amen. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord be gracious to you. May the Lord preserve you and your household. May no evil come near your dwelling. May you be covered by the precious blood of Jesus. And as you made a dedication, you you rededicated your life to God today, may you receive grace to live a dedicated life. In the name of Jesus, I declare that the heavens remain open over your life. In the name of Jesus, may the Lord meet every desire of your heart. May every disappointment in the past be turned into your advantage. In the name of Jesus, I declare you blessed and highly favored. May the Lord watch over you and your family. In Jesus' matchless name.
0: Pastor Afuakwa has just placed in your hands the key for all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. To get a copy of this message and other messages as well as books by Pastor Afuakwa, please call zero five four zero one two two six seven zero or email us at faithhousechapel at yahoo.com. Get interactive with Pastor Afuakwa on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. You can also visit our website at www.faithhousechapel.com for any further information. Log on and be part of our power-packed online services live every Sunday for our celebration service at 9am and every Wednesday for our discovery service at 7pm on Facebook and YouTube using the handle Faith House Charismatic Chapel International. God richly bless you.